Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Switzerland-based jazz drummer Florian Arbenz on the new 2023 Conversation No. 9 album called Targeted. This project is continuing a two-decade relationship with the great American saxophonist Greg Osby. Florian is clearly a musician who is not content to sit still. He nears the end of this ambitious plan to record 12 albums with 12 drastically different ensembles and with his ninth installment on the Conversation series. It's another great one. Having He's having developed a habit of collaborating with old friends and childhood heroes throughout his past several releases. Targeted is no different. We get into this album, live shows, post-pandemic living, and so much more. He's an old friend of the show. We're always happy to catch up with him. Enjoy the interview. Always a pleasure to catch up with you with new material. The conversation series continues, and I appreciate you reaching out. This is another wonderful album with you and Greg Osby and and the group that you have assembled. So thank you for reaching out and opening up about this new segment of your series. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So let's get into, before we get into conversations number nine, I want to know, you know, we've regularly kept in contact and I want to know now that the world is officially more woken and out of that whole pandemic era, how does it feel to have new material? How does this new world of musicians getting back to it feel? Uh, it's actually, uh, we are on, on one hand, we are really happy that the, the whole restrictions, uh, are, that the world is open again right now. Um, it's great to be on tour. It's great to, be, uh, to meet the audience again. Um, on the other hand, here in Europe, uh, it's not uh, still not so easy because of this uh, Ukraine war. Um, it's it's still uh, kind of a, a crazy a little bit because uh, I mean me especially I used to play a lot in Poland. I used to play also in the Ukraine a lot and also in Russia actually. <laughs> and all those countries now uh, yeah are in trouble and. Uh, Yes, so it's still a little bit uh, shaky and scary, everything. But uh, on the other hand, I'm playing, I'm touring, and I'm happy to do that. So how do the audiences feel? You know, I know that after something big happens, there's a level of appreciation, and it feels like there's a level of this that audiences are, are holding on to. It's not going away. Do you get that sense? I really feel that uh, the audience is coming back, and I really feel that all those streaming uh, concerts were not really a sub for the live experience. So um, the audience is really enthusiastic, and uh, the concerts are actually really well attended, which is nice for us. So Florian, this is a part of a series that you've been doing for, for a while. So we have proper context before we really dig into this particular project. Kind of lay out when conversations started, what the goal has been, you know, when is it going to come to an end, and how this one fits into it. Actually, the plan is to release 12 albums at the end. It was always obvious that I wanted to, to have like some, some of my really heroes on board for this epic project, and obviously one of those heroes is uh, Greg Osby. Uh, we first met in 1998, and since then we are really regularly in touch and regularly touring. 
in different projects. And uh, the last project we did with Greg was just a duo. So I was looking for something uh, a bit special to to break up the sound. And uh, with the Dutch Hammond organ player, Arno Geiger, I found, found a really great musician. And uh, I'm really happy that he is now part of our trio. What I didn't know was Greg was telling me that in uh, St. Louis, when he was growing up, the Hammond organ was the big thing. Um, we never had that in in Switzerland so much, but he told me that in every club there was a Hammond organ and everybody was playing with Hammond organ. So that was for him kind of a coming back to his childhood sound. <laughs> and uh, I really could hear that he appreciated that a lot. It sounds as if all these musicians over the string of conversations we've had about this series, that it is kind of a new thing for these musicians. And it really does kind of bring you not only closer to them, but it's almost as though the music challenges them to evolve more. Yes, uh, I mean, that's what I was kind of uh, thinking in the beginning of, of the pandemic. I was thinking actually about great uh, drummers, leaders, and uh, of course, our Blakey is <laughs> almost number one, but also like Jack Dijonet or those people, and from the drum chair, as you are not really involved in harmony and in in uh, like uh, melodies and everything, uh, it's actually quite interesting because you really can find um, great combinations of musicians which work well or which challenge each other, and you just can lead it a bit from the drum chair uh, without getting too much involved because you, you don't have this access to to harmony and melody, and I must say I really love this kind of concept to bring together musicians which didn't necessarily know each other before, but which could fit very well together. When we talk, you, and I, and I say you kind of as the proverbial musician, you're already moving on to the next project. What's going on now that we're kind of heading more further into the warmer months and this brand new year? What's next for you for, for music and shows, and what are you looking forward to as the year kind of unfolds? Mm, actually, I started quite touring a bit with all those conversation projects. I was just on tour with uh, the conversation number five with the Dutch uh, saxophon player Tineke Postma, and uh, we will play actually quite an extended tour with this uh, band with Greg Osby uh, after summer, and then I will also be on tour with a uh, conversation number four with uh, François Moutin on bass. Like now, what is really uh, great for me and really interesting that all those studio projects start to be to be alive suddenly. <laughs> and uh, those mus musicians start to come back to, to play with me, to tour. And for me, that's a really, that's a big gift to see that this project not, not only existed during pandemic circumstances and uh, for studio uh, circumstances, but also uh, really work well life. So the one thing that I, obviously, because I'm here in Kansas City in America, I talk to a lot of American musicians, and I've always been curious now that we're kind of entering a post-pandemic period of our lives. There is so much uncertainty. So many musicians had to either move or find other professions. So I'm curious, as a as a musician, a jazz musician in Europe, 
how strong is jazz? Have there been, have you noticed that a lot of people are coming back? You know, universities have young players. What is your sense of the strength of jazz in Europe in 2023? I think what, or I, that's my, my positive <laughs> point of view maybe, but um, I think that uh, also with all that kind of digitalization and, and uh, artificial intelligence, people really start to, to really appreciate the analog life experience. So uh, if this is jazz or rock or classical music or anything, but I think the jazz uh, in Europe benefits from that, that people start to, to, to feel like having uh, an analog experience uh, in the evening, like going out to a club, having a drink, hearing, seeing real musicians, hearing real life music, which is could be loud or soft or whatever, but it's not coming out of the box. <laughs> and I think um, we as jazz musicians here in Europe, we take advantage of this situation right now. What the young musicians are concerned, I mean, they, I'm sure it's challenging for them to, to get a foot on the scene, but um, it's also interesting because there are so many influences around, so many festivals which open up the program to, to different influences. So it's, a, it's kind of an exciting time, I would say. You know, it's interesting you say that. What you just said was what I, I personally vocalized in the beginning of this pandemic. I was not only hoping, but I was anticipating that there was going to be a level of people that were going to revert back to a more organic way of listening to music. For instance, one of the saving graces for the entire recording industry has been the sale of, of vinyl. Who would have ever predicted that vinyl would have come back? Absolutely, yes. You mm -hmm. know? I agree. So mm -hmm. there's that warmth and golden... And honestly, for jazz, it is the... It, it's it's the newer, it's like classical music, I mean, but it's a classical music that is continually evolving. Yes, and I also think it's, uh, the musicians are uh, really, in, in jazz music generally, the musicians are big characters and big personalities. And I think for the audience, this is a real uh, exciting thing to see uh, that somebody is really expressing himself and his own thoughts and maybe in combination with other strong characters, <laughs> this can be a real, uh, it's fun, uh, less predictable maybe than the classical music, um, and more exciting, I would say, maybe. And I think that's one of the reasons, personally, is not only someone that's a practitioner of putting this music out for people, but that's the reason why I'm a fan. It's fun, it's good, it's evolving, It's it just makes you feel good. It's so good that more people are grabbing onto that, and that could be one of the silver linings of this period that we've lived through for the last three years. Mm -hmm. I would agree, yes. And it's also uh, between us musicians. I mean, like, uh, it's just great to meet again and to exchange thoughts and to laugh and uh, whatever. I mean, that's, that's a really great thing for us. Yeah, well, and I know for me, too, I really ramped up my interviews over the pandemic. It was really hard to hear everybody talking about an itinerary that was a year or two long that just fell away in the matter of days. So the fact that mm -hmm. you know new recorded music's coming out, live shows are promoting it. I'm ecstatic to be able to have conversations with you 
in Switzerland and with others around the world that are literally getting back to it and ecstatic. So it's it's so good to to be a part of this um, celebration of music coming back here in 2023. I absolutely agree, and I mean that that's a good word you said. Actually, the conversation series is a celebration of music. <laughs> that's what it is, actually. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, on that note, Florian, I want to make sure that anyone out there that wants to pick up, whether it's Conversations Number 9 or any of the others in your wonderful series, and to find out about live shows, where is the best place for them to go? I mean, my main place right now is Bandcamp. Uh, if you just put my name in Bandcamp, you will find all my recordings. Uh, you also can get in touch with me. Um, there are quite a few People uh, which are through Bandcamp in touch with me, and I really appreciate that because it's, it's a, a possibility to communicate with the listener and to exchange ideas and to let the listener know uh, when I'm touring. So I would say this is the main place. And I can vouch for the fact that you are very punctual and open, so anybody out there that does want to reach out you are the guy to get in touch with and to have that conversation, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's what jazz is. It's just a really good conversation on stage. So really appreciate you again reaching out. It's so great to catch up with you again. Best of luck with the album and the live shows as this year kind of unfolds a little bit more. Great. Thank you, Joe. It's great to be in touch with you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Europe, Kansas City, and spots all over America, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Florian for his time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more interviews, you can find Neon Jazz interviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.